This is the Zen Nova Scotia podcast with talks by Cohen Franz. If you would like to support and be part of our community, you can start by visiting zennovascotia.com. When I was young, I picked up a book called Be Here Now. It's a pretty great book. And even though I remember very little of it today, the title sticks with me. It comes up a lot. This simple instruction to be here. In the present. And I think that when I've given instructions for Zazen... I've referred to this a lot, not to that title, but to that simple idea that you're here and you're not somewhere else. Just be in this room. Don't be in a different room. That's one side of it, and, and it can be very difficult in itself. It's easy for us to go to a different room. And in doing so, to leave this one behind. And when we come on a day like today and we sit together and we're kind of cloistered, it's a good opportunity to examine this idea of of being here now. I know that I have a tendency to... Uh, encourage myself to stay very local when I'm doing this kind of activity. Right. My family's across the street. And I think, well, don't, don't go there. Mentally, don't go there. You don't need to know what they're doing. Right. Don't think about work. Don't think about these other things. Don't think about the past. Don't think about the future. It's just these four walls. And again, in the the same way that maybe, for example, counting the breath can be a useful exercise in the beginning, having this idea of being local can be a useful measure of what you're doing. But I, I want to talk today a little bit about how that can also be a trap. My son has been learning about uh, the sun and about the planets and orbits. He's very interested. And the other day I was driving him to school and he said, he said, I've been thinking about this a lot. And it seems to me that every once in a while, we're probably upside down. Right? Or maybe we're sideways sometimes. And so we talked about how, yes, if you, know, if, if you were in space and looking in on the earth, it might look as if someone on one part of the earth is walking up the earth 
on the side. And it might look as if another person is upside down and another person is right side up. But then we talked about how that's not really how it works. There is no right side up. There is no upside down. If space is infinite, there's no top and there's no bottom. You can't say that one way goes one way or that another way goes another. You're always sideways and you're always upside down and you're always right side up and you're none of those. They don't really mean anything. This was a really big idea for him. But like a lot of those things, it's, it's, it's still kind of a big idea for me. <laughs> right now I think I'm right side up. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to feel that way. It's also hard not to feel that the past is behind me and that I'm advancing forward in time. But time is the same. If time is infinite, we're not advancing toward something else. In our small view, we are. right. In the same way that in our small view, we're right side up. And in our small view, we're in this room. In our small view of our lives, time is measured according to our lives. Time started for me in the 70s. Time will end for me a little while from now. It's a straight march toward my death. That's time. But stepping back, we see that that's, that's not really what's happening. Yes, I arise and I cease. But time doesn't work that way. This can start to sound like a conversation about relative and absolute, about some notion of two truths. But it's not, it's not quite the same as that. This is about ordinary truth, seen from a distance. Seen with a very, very wide lens. Sometimes we say we're talking about absolute truth and describing absolute truth. You can't really describe absolute truth. What we can do is we can describe, describe relative truth on a really, really big scale. When you sit down in this room and you feel distracted, maybe, 
You know, maybe there's something that you're leaving behind. Maybe there's something that you're putting off. Almost certainly you are by taking the day to do this. And so you sit down and if you're like me, you say, okay, just don't, don't, don't worry about it. Right? What's done is done. The decision is made. So just be here. Do this. And the walls become very narrow. And instead of letting ourselves get caught up in a story about where we aren't, we construct a story about where we are, which is here and just here. And it's today, and it's just today. It's April 8th. And the weather is like this. And again, that's a useful tool. So that we don't just spin off into space. But when we sit down and we make a decision to truly be here, now, if we spend some time with that, if we relax into that, we find that being here is much bigger than being in this room. I talked earlier this week about the cosmic mudra that we hold the universe in our hands and we're held in the same way that we're holding. One looks big and one looks small. But they're the same story and the story is told on a vast scale. We can do exercises, you know, we can try to figure out what it means to exist in time. Maybe I can move beyond the idea that is just about my life or just my day. And so naturally I start thinking in terms of where I am in history. Where I am in human development. I still imagine there's a beginning. And though I don't know what the end is, I sense it. And then maybe I can expand into geological time. But again, I'm falling into the same trap that in order to place myself 
in order to put a pin on a map to say, I am here. I'm insisting on locating myself on this planet, which has its own limited timeline. I'm holding to the idea of a progression. I'm holding to the idea of a trajectory, and I'm wanting to place myself in it. There are teachings across Buddhist traditions speaking to the idea that past, present, and future are not distinct. They're not separate. We can understand them as being simultaneous, or we can simply understand them as being false. When we sit here, and we decide to be here, and we decide that we're going to stick to now, if we see even a glimpse of what that is, it can be a little bit scary. It involves a certain amount of letting go. It involves a willingness to be untethered. It involves a willingness to be neither subject nor object. So that it is not that I am doing this, it is not that the world is doing something to me, but a different relationship altogether. possibly one in which in which you're a verb so today for the rest of this afternoon as you sit here don't go off into space Don't chase things that have a limited time and a limited place somewhere else. And don't hold to a limited time and a limited place here. Allow yourself to be here now without thinking that you know where or when that is. or what your place is in it. Allow yourself and this moment and this place to be that big. So big that you cannot even conceive of the borders. 
breathe that in and breathe that out. I'll stop there. For more information about Zen, our practice, and how you can support and take part in our community, please visit zennovascotia.com.